Mallet type, you know? He sent me the Extendo type. And I was like, this shit is hard. I, sent, I, I messaged him, like, this shit is hard. But why is there empty space on it? <laughs> I swear to you, he was going to leave that empty space on the song. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, what? Why is there empty space on this? I need to hop on this. Everyday people, a radio show where your story guides the conversation. Moon is an enigma. Really what I wanted to be, like a hidden figure. You know, like if I was, if Moon was a character, or if Moon was from a place, right? If Moon mm -hmm. was a music artist in Naruto, you know what I'm saying? He would be a ninja in the league. He'd be not easily found, you know? I wanted to be like the week he really didn't have any image whatsoever, just balloons and that. I actually liked that business model, so that's why I was kind of through at first, but then I started doing a lot of shows and I had to kind of put myself out there more in the real world instead of only on the internet. You were a mystery to me when I was like, first heard about you. I didn't realize, I was like, who is this dude? I don't know, but he's really good at what he does. And I think I, I told you before, like, it took me a minute to find your Instagram. But where is he at? Yeah. Whoever got that moon name, I'm coming for you. I wish I had that. I mean, people could always be able to find me like that. But the guy that caused really, it was something that I had to keep. One of my homies, Easy Money, had told me that I really had to keep that. I had changed it a bunch of times and ended up going back to it. I don't know. It means something, you know? And it goes with moon because... You know, when you look at the sky and you see the stars, like, you can easily find the moon, you know? Yeah. What was your Instagram name before? Ah, uh, man. <laughs> First, I was Entropy. So, that's like the gradual decline into disorder. Something that I learned in chemistry class. And that was, like, one of my favorite classes in high school besides English. And uh, what happened was, I heard that word in the classroom. I guess that's a part of it. And I was like, damn, that just sound dope. I wish I could make my name that. And I ended up rapping for a little while and I made that my name like when I first started rapping and I made it my, my gamer tag on Xbox and stuff but after a while I changed it into copper into gold TV I thought like because my last name is copper and copper into gold is like some type of special form of alchemy I thought if I can make some gold out of myself then that would be like a lit name or just an image that I could put forward into the universe and slowly become that I was making funny videos at work in the back room and stuff or just like I was a mechanic so after the car would move out and if I didn't have another repair order I would just dip I didn't want to do it like I swear I didn't I love cars, but I didn't want to do the work. There's something about it that I know that I love music because I want to do the work, you know? And when I was working at the dealership, it was like every chance I would get, I would run away and make a video. And that's how I knew I wanted to be like an entertainer. I started doing these videos and people were liking it. Like people always laugh, they're like, you're funny, but they never say to you, yo, like you should do, do this, you know? I be showing love to people and when I see like whatever they're good at, I be telling them that they should do it and put it out there for people to See, I changed my name after that. I stopped making videos because the flow slowed down when I went to acting school and I started doing larger, like larger scale pictures. I stopped using my phone. 
and then I stopped making videos and I was like it's all out I'm gonna be a movie star I don't even want to make these Instagram videos no more but I was jacking I was gonna go I was gonna blow on Instagram with these funny videos I had this one funny video and I want you to bear with me and just imagine right I'm mm-hmm. sitting in the car this is right before work I got there early one day which never happened I was chilling there I had a banana I was like wow it'd be mad funny if somebody choked on a banana and died and there was this little app that I had where you can make a ghost of yourself it was back when vine was out i basically chewed the banana and just choked and died and then i just like made my body get up and look at me and i was like damn i just died off a banana <laughs> and yo people that shit was gonna go viral that app but i happened to delete everything off my instagram and i had quit being an automotive tech and i just jumped right into the entertainment field and just dipped off real quick off the gram and then I re-emerged as Moon. It's like a lot to it. I was trying to get to every detail, but along the way, the order got a little messed up. But yeah, now I'm here. This was, um, these name changes were over the course of maybe three or four years. Also around that time, when I was working at the dealership, I met this guy at the dealership who detailed and every time I would go and make those videos, he told me that I should make more of those videos you know it was a constant battle of not wanting to be at work anymore he's a rapper and i started to make beats on my phone and he told me i should continue making beats and that's how i ended up here now producing i have him on my instagram he's, he goes by andre but he spelled his name really funny but in a cool way he's pretty dope he's from toronto he's like one of those you gave us a lot of a lot of good information as far as being an entertainer from acting school what has that uh, I guess you say, how has that helped you up to this point? Wow, man. Well, you know, you know when you, you, you just meet people, you start to gravitate towards people that make you really, really appreciate life and like waking up every morning and stuff. And that was where, like, at acting school, that's where I had that. It's like this crazy open space where everybody's cool to be vulnerable, whereas when you're outside in the real world, it's hard to do that because, you know, you gotta, you gotta go hard. You could really die out here and then you have nothing. Like, all the things that you've been doing in your life are just gone and I'm mad young, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to live my life fast, but at the same time, trying to enjoy myself. And I think well, I was able to do that. Crazy, enjoy myself, carefree like a child, and with a bunch of people who are all doing the same thing. I mean, you can't beat it. But now that I'm not in acting school, it's bad not being around those people often, but I mean, I still get to chill with people like that. Every event that I go to now, I mean, music is, is an art. I'm in the underground scene, like the real deep underground New York rap scene. All of these shows that I go to, all types of people who are gonna be like the next leaders of the new generation of creative creative everything I've been meeting like these people who are like brilliant and you're like what the fuck you never know who you're around that's like craziest thing so being at acting school I was around people who were all like mad brilliant you know you probably wouldn't know that when you see them out in the street so the acting school experience helped me like network it taught me how to like network really I didn't talk to people like that until I went to acting school and I really felt the need to like get to know people and I mean I went to acting school before I went to this acting school it was like after I went to automotive school and I started working at the dealership I was like that I hated it I went to an acting school and worked at H&M and it was like (laughs) the worst it was cool these experiences are all different in a whole bunch of different ways it's crazy remembering it I only remember when I talk 
talk about it. Uh, uh, that's interesting because I, I, I guess you could say you came out of your shell. Well, you had no choice when you go to college. You're going to meet people. You're going to see people that are interested in what you're doing. I, I would also, it also was like the people that I was around was, was elevating me. It was like I met some people who were like so charismatic and so lit. Like they were lit in life. Like who cares about all this social media stuff? Like they're lit in life. Like I met them and I was like, wow, this person does not have a share in the world. And they, they do things, whatever they do very well. It made me feel like I need to level up. People always be like, worry about you, but it's like also the people who are around you that help bring you up. It could be them not even directly like attempting to bring you up. They're just like, they give you that energy that makes you want to win. That's, uh, that's good because there we have some people that they know what they want to do, but they are kind of stuck. And somewhere down the line, somebody comes along and is like, hey, I'm going to point you in this direction, so come this way. I'm going to, you know, elevate you and get you to where you need to be, and then you're off on your own. Exactly, exactly. And it just happened to be me walking into a room that I voluntarily ended up being. To be honest, I wasn't going to go to another acting school. It happened. So that right there, it was like thinking about that something's meant to happen, like because everything happened for a reason. And it was also like, wow. Because I swear I didn't sign up for the school. What happened was I just went on the website from Facebook. I was just looking at it. Accidentally, like, because in order to look at the website, it was like you had to sign like sign in or whatever you know i did that left the website just for like a little bit and i got a phone call the same day and now i got people who i have friends for life that i like i'd be tight if i had never met them which gets me tight when i think about it i'm like where would my life be but who cares we gotta live in the moment you know wow that's uh that's amazing so i speak to a lot of people and i support a lot of different people and i also get to know people by supporting them and it amazes me that like all the creative people that I've like that I've spoken to or that I've met through other people and, you know, just different opportunities that they presented, you know, for me or, you know, for other people that I know, if they had an opportunity like that for somebody. Speaking to you makes me feel like I don't even know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like I try, but there's certain points where I feel like I, I don't meet people who are like, you know, oh, it's so crazy because I don't meet people who are like comfortable with like, with that completely me trying to figure them out, you know? People don't usually like that, you know? But what's so crazy about it is that people who do do that to you sometimes, you definitely feel uncomfortable, right? And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it really depends on what kind of energy they're bringing to you. Like, I... I can't stand when I'm in like the greatest mood and somebody brings like negativity toward me. I'm like, no, this is not happening. When you meet people and you get to know them, like when you first meet them, it's a totally different dynamic of your relationship than if you were to meet them and like try to build everything right in the beginning. And I don't know which ones last longer, but I would definitely like to do a test on that. I meet enough people in my life to test it. I can become a scientist. 
how his producing been for you. It's pretty hard to get people to actually buy your piece. But my homie Mike, like I'm, I'm usually in the studio all the time. Like I'm a studio rat, and one of my homies is actually like the best engineer in New York. So I have the pleasure of being there a lot and like hearing fresh talent all the time come in the studio and meet people and make these connections where they like may be interested in buying my beat. And a lot of the times that I meet people in the studio, like or more serious artists, they're more interested in buying beat. But you know, sometimes they don't. But I also always wanted to do like some DJ Khaled thing and have a bunch of people on my on my beat and make my own little project. And luckily, I have the opportunity to do so. I have been. I've produced songs for a lot of people. Nobody's famous, but all the people who I've been producing for will be. That's what I was talking about when I said that I've been in the underground scene heavy and all the people who I've been meeting are like the new, you know, like I, I met this one guy and he was taking photos of us at, after our show, and he was wearing these dope pants. And I got his Instagram, and he's uh, like a fashion designer, and his stuff is so dope. And I was thinking, damn, like he could be the next, you know, the next person to own whatever brand. And that's the mindset I'm gonna keep having. Cause I wanna see all these people elevate too with me. It's like, cause there's gonna be, I mean, it has to be us, cause um, we're doing it. So I'm working with a lot of different people, I'm working with this guy, Tay Brown. I'm working with Shadow Moses. He's dope. Kamal, I've worked with him already. Um, a bunch of other people that I, I, I haven't really confirmed a lot of things, but Bo Live, he's a lit rapper from Elmont, New York. There's a lot of people, a lot of people. Mostly everybody that I've, that I've been meeting that I really like, I, I'm not really pressed to, to charge them to work with me, you know? I can I can see where you come from with that. Yeah, and a lot of them are lit, so it it was bound to go. I see all these other producers doing their thing, you know, and they have similar visions that I do. I think everybody has somewhat of a similar vision. It's just the environment and the people around them that either influences that vision or changes it. Nah, but I do want that money for those beats, though. I do, <laughs> and I'm gonna be setting up a bunch of these different beats. I have a BeatStars account, I have a Track Train account, I have a SoundClick account, and I'm PayPal ready, y'all. I mean, y'all better be PayPal ready. I got Venmo, I got Cash App, all that. And I got the beats, too. Like, I post them all the time. It's just a lot of the people who want to get beats, they're looking, listening to all these whack-ass beats on YouTube all day. And uh, if they really want to get it, if they really take this shit seriously, then they'll copy. If they don't, then they won't, because at the end of the day, who wants to hear the same the same beat on a different song and you recognize the beat very well? It's the worst for me at least. I have a whole team with me and we all make nice beats. We're gonna have a whole thing set up. So that as far as right now, producing is uh it's going, but it could make me a lot more money. I've been checking out your stories, just um like listening to all the uh, different things you've been putting out. But your story be uh your story be lit. Yo, thank you. Hey, what is this man doing? Yo, I try to make my story lit because I've been slacking on my page a little because I've been trying to get 
mad photos up there. I'm gonna get some photos popping, do some photo shoots and whatnot. I've been heating up the story. I got a lot of music getting ready. It's pretty crazy. All right. So I went up back. I went back all the way up to what you said earlier about the New York underground scene. Like, explain that. What goes on in that space? Wow. Uh, so New York is the place to be. Honestly, I was basically tossed into the scene. I never really had the. Uh, I don't know. I was basically tossed into the scene because I'm around all these other people who who do some type of art. You can basically display any type of art at a show. So all of these people curate these events. And just meeting one person could get you going to a bunch of other places. And that's how fortunate I was, like, to be thrusted into this scene. But one show, you go to it, and you'd be like, I know exactly what kind of show this is. Usually, underground shit is like, you know, just two mics, speakers, a DJ, and get it popping, stage or no stage. Bunch of people getting crazy, it's dark, you know, very loud. And, you know, all the other things that come with being adult. I'm trying to remember, um, there was a story on your Instagram, uh, you got a show, it was, it was crazy, it was very hype. Yeah, that's how we like to have it. To be honest, I've had a bad performance before, so now all my new ones have to be lit, every single one, you know what I'm saying? I done took the L. And everybody takes the L, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you're getting back up. That's a fact, that's a fact. I actually have the video of it, I don't like to watch it though, but I just, I have the video of it. Hey, that's more motivation for you right there. <laughs> it's funny though, it's funny, but you gotta be able to laugh with Like anybody else looks at that, they're either, they gonna laugh if they know me, but if they watch it and they don't know me, they might laugh, but they might just be like, ugh, what? The underground scene is, is gritty, it's really gritty. You're not, in the underground rap scene, nobody is going up there. Like I have music that is like for the ladies, I mean, majority of it is because I'm singing and I guess my voice sounds sultry and whatnot, but you can't, you're not going to be singing in there like on some shit. Like you, you're going to be in there and what you're hearing is like crazy, crazy, either like hardcore drill. Like at first, drill music was like Chicago thing, but there's like crews that tear up the drill shit down here. They're usually from the, I don't know, they're usually probably from like Brooklyn you know, and they'd be killing it. And then there's just hardcore. A lot of people are trying to be like other people. I'm not gonna lie. So when I hear their music, like I can only describe it as like what it sounds like. As far as what you could imagine, New York underground music, when people are to become, everybody wants to be an artist. So it's like a bunch of people have sound like XXX Tentacion. A bunch of people, I mean not, I mean X has versatile. So I take that back but they will do that distorted effect on their vocals now. That's like a new thing which kills my ears, but it's lit. It goes crazy, it goes crazy. And like little pump stuff, you know? But I've been hearing a lot of, a lot of good stuff, like a lot of good stuff. When I go in there, often you see people that you've already seen before, link up, chop it up with people. And you know, all that other stuff goes down. Like you would imagine it does. I don't want to be like graphic. The energy is wild. Usually there's mad, so, so much smoke in the air that you you can't even breathe. It sounds like, I can, I can tell from artists are saying it's high energy, exciting, like an experience, you just gotta be there. Fact. That's not a something fact. you can't like 
you can't just talk about it. You gotta literally be there. But there's levels to it, because like sometimes you be, sometimes it's, it's underground, but it's at a nice venue. And then sometimes it's underground and there's no room. I did this one show at the Delancey, which was cool. And that spot is like in the lower east side, right next to the bridge. It's pretty underground, but the inside of the venue is nice. It's funny, like, like when I look at like, you know, my social media analytics and things like that, most of my audience is from New York. It's active out here, man. I'm telling you. People are like looking, I, I guess because of the area, it's like Instagram, when you like a lot of people's stuff that is in New York, it probably has some type of thing that directs traffic and stuff. You know, Instagram is, is crazy like that. People really tune in now. If you show love and you like pay attention to people's stuff, I'm sure they notice. I'm sure people notice. People are watching. Just talking to them, like, they, uh, you know, they would tell me, you know, different things, what they doing, uh... Sort of like, I guess, what New York is like and things like that. Have you been here? I haven't been, I haven't been there yet, but that's definitely going to be one of the places I go. Never know, I might end up there. So my first day of acting school, a lot of the people from the school weren't from New York. And we were walking down the block to the school. And right there, this dude riding a bicycle pulled up on a UPS, a UPS guy who was just moving these boxes. And they started fighting right there. Another dude hopped in. It got crazy. And that's just in New York City. That's like it's regular. A lot of, there's a lot of people, you know? A lot of things are happening all at once. I don't know. New Yorkers are just different. Like, for example, if you look at somebody for mad long, like they might want to fight you, you know? There's like so many New York rules. I don't even want to get into. If you got the slang, the slang is crazy. There's so many words to use. It's just a lot. It's just a bunch of cultures because... If you think about it, New York is like the biggest melting pot. It's the epicenter of the world. It's really like very multicultural, very multicultural. And people are just open to, to everything. That's how we could pack out these small venues with mad people and they all going crazy. And the group is like mixed individuals. Like I feel like it would be way harder for me to do what I'm doing in uh, a different place. Yeah, it's all about the... Uh... Sorry about the place you're at. And just what happened, like you said, you got thrown into that environment and everything just pretty much happened from there. Which is lit. I've been I've been trying to just go with the flow, you know. I think my biggest question is how did Extendo happen? Because I listen to that like almost every day. Almost every day. Uh, yo, I did this one show and they were, they were, this was the first show that everybody knew the lyrics. Like they sang the whole song throughout. That was crazy. Like it was only something that I would see from my favorite artist experience, you know? But to have it happen to me was crazy. Crazy. Like you could finally put stop rapping and put the mic out and like hold it out and people are dead ass saying the lyrics to it. <laughs> so basically, Kamal and I met through Mike, Mike, my engineer. He records that too. He was recording this song, Sunoco. Like, like I said, I'm a rat, so I just be popping up in the studio. Like not necessarily in everybody's session, but I just pop up because that's my homie and say what's good to him and just make sure, you know, he's good. And I walked in there and I heard that song Sunoco and I was like, that shit lit. Like, we was bumping. He didn't even finish recording it yet. He was still recording it, adding stuff to it. And I was like, this is lit, lit, lit. He finished it and we just kept in contact. And one day, like, he, so he would start to send me and stuff. 
and let me hear it. And I knew he was preparing for this project. At this point, like, me and Kamal are tight, you know? He sent me the extendo track, and I was like, this shit is hard. I sent, I, I messaged him, like, this shit is hard, but why is there empty space on it? <laughs> I swear to you, he was gonna leave that empty space on the song. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? Why is there empty space on this? I need to hop on this. And he was like, all right, cool. And I just recorded it one day. Just recorded it. Hopped in there. Ten minutes, boom, in and out. He really liked what I wrote. So it was pretty, pretty simple. The collab was, it wasn't one of those collabs where you both sit down together and come up with the song. He came up with the concept and I just ran with it. I actually wrote it without even saying it out loud. I wrote it on the train while I was like on my way home. That's when he sent it to me. I wrote it right then and there because I really liked it. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, now that I know, well, now that a lot of people know the backstory, that mm -hmm. definitely gonna be like a highlight, the highlight of the show. It's important. No, a lot of people don't even see the process. That's true. What do you have upcoming? that you, you know, want to let us know. I wish you would have saw my face. <laughs> that was funny. I've got a lot of music, a lot of music in store. It, it's about that time to drop something new. And I said I was going to about a week ago and I had held it back. But today I had announced on my Instagram story that I will be dropping music by the end of the month. I have a lot of songs that I don't want to put into a project because I don't want to put out a project again yet. Now, personally, I feel like projects are kind of dumb unless I'm under like a label or something. I feel like it's better if, me, if I just put out a bunch of singles, but that thought might change. And I really want it to be a surprise. I feel like surprises are always the best. Sometimes I don't send my homies my music because I want them to randomly hear it, you know? I have a bunch of songs that I could drop tonight, but I won't. You know, the timing just got to be right, but I'm preparing so much music. I'm preparing so much. Like, it's crazy. I've got, I have a, literally a disco song. Literally. I have, like, a bunch of R&B tracks and some trap shit. And actually, I've been making music every day, so maybe I, will, maybe I might drop a project. If I drop a project, I, I got to hear, I got to hear some crazy news. You know what I'm saying? If I drop a project, it's gonna be insane. If I drop a project, it's not gonna happen by the end of the month. In short term, just be ready. I think we're all ready. We've been we've been waiting. <laughs> I think I'm gonna drop this song called I Don't Even Like You. So that's gonna be the next song. I don't even really like you. I'm probably gonna drop it at the end of the month. Most likely on a Friday. Stay tuned. So with all these songs. Will there be any video? There will be visuals. I think I, I was planning on making a visual for Moon. There's so much going on right now. I'm actually going to be doing a video for this feature, for this song that I produced for my homie, for his album. It's going to be insane. I forgot to bring that up. My boy Phil I Sound. We got a song together with him and his brother, Walt G. And it's crazy. It's crazy. It's 
called Alex, but we're gonna do a video. We're gonna go crazy. We're gonna be booty shaking and all that. You're gonna see. It's very soon. But that video, I'm gonna drop a song before that video comes out. Okay, I'm, I'm excited to hear that. It's gonna be insane. Other than that, I got other work coming out. What I'm gonna be doing is all the songs that I produce for other people. It's either we're gonna have something sorted out where either I post it on my SoundCloud so that y'all get it first, you know, and I can control that aspect of it, or it'll be like where they post it on their SoundCloud and I'll repost it. So everything that I've worked on, like with someone else, is reposted on my SoundCloud. It's just not on the spotlight at the very top. It's gonna be under that. If y'all just check out my SoundCloud, y'all gonna see a bunch of good stuff. Uh, before people were really paying attention, I had a lot of really good stuff already up there. For example, my song Moon, a lot of people, only really my closest people really, really, really know of that song because a lot of my other songs got me recognition after that. But my song Moon, that was the first song I ever dropped that was like of Moon. Um, that song is hard. I wrote that while I was walking up the stairs to school on the train, you know? My song Fantasy with Leon Gray, that's reposted. It's his song. It's beautiful. It's an R&B banger. And more people need to listen to it. Like I said, all these songs are reposted. I got a song with Easy Money, What's the Cause? That song went crazy at 1 million. It, it's probably at almost 2 million plays now. It goes crazy. I produced it. It's lit. It's lit. And I got my project, Moon Mountain, out. That's a real, that's a one for me. And uh, also, I think I'm going to double up this month because my song, I Don't Even Really Like You, could definitely be accompanied by like some real deep R&B, some real love shit. And I got real guitar on there, you know what I'm saying, called Wawa. I'm probably, I'm going to drop that this month too. So Wawa's going to get dropped. And I don't even really like you. So stay tuned. You should like see my facial expression right now. <laughs> it's been really, really, really great talking to you. Me too. And too. I don't even gotta ask my last question because you pretty much already filled it in. What was that? What What would you tell somebody that's younger than you? the information and the, or the knowledge that you know now? I would say, like I said before, just start now. Whatever, whatever you're trying to do, like, just do it. Because you learn from your mistakes. We're all the same when it comes to fundamental aspects. Want to be happy. Nobody wakes up and is like, yes, I'm mad. Ah. No, we all want to enjoy ourselves, you know? Our time is very precious. That's why everybody gets mad over money, because they feel like their time is the same as, as their money. And you waste their time. You know what I'm saying? They could be getting money. And because money is everything, now it is. Just do what you want to do, man. I mean, I met this dude, Bam Lit, and he liked me straight off the fact that he's seen that I'm just doing what I like to do. I don't really like people telling me what to do. That's why I can't really have a job where, where like, people are telling me what to do or they want me to do it faster, faster. No, because, like, everybody moves at their own pace. So do what you like to do, and if people make you feel like you're being left behind or anything like that, it's all good. Every plant grows at different pace, you know? I would like to give a huge shout out to Ayo Shutter and SoXA Sounds for the dope music you heard today. See you on the next episode.